Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This is WTOP News. WTOP-FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Here's Joe Conway in the traffic center. Dimitri in Maryland, 270 southbound, looking for a crash near Route 80 or Ben. I'm not sure if any lanes are blocked just yet. The units are just now responding to find out more. 95, Baltimore Washington Parkway in good shape. Earlier crash in Frederick County, Maryland, was on 144 westbound near Spring Ridge Parkway. Police were there. You were getting by to the right. Bay Bridge is running two, one lane east and one lane west. It's two-way traffic on the westbound span. The eastbound span is closed for overnight work. District 395 northbound on the inbound 14th Street Bridge. That uh, disabled vehicle has been completely cleared now. For sure, we checked the entire bridge. Lanes available once again, a brief delay. In Virginia, elsewhere, Herndon Parkway eastbound. The earlier crash investigation cleared near Eldon Street. Should find your lanes available. The WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on new windows. WindowNation.com. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. All right, Joe, how about Veronica Johnson here? 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. This evening, some mostly cloudy skies. Our temperatures will be dropping off into the mid-40s to lower 50s. By morning, upper 30s to mid-40s expected across the area. Still looking dry, but we do have a chance of showers on tap for Friday, mainly afternoon and evening, 2 p.m. till 10 p.m. Light showers in the forecast with high temperature around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Gaithersburg is at 45. Degrees, and some of us could be down to about 42 overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, we have breaking news with an attempted carjacking and shooting involving an off-duty police officer near National Harbor tonight. After D.C. announces plans to assess dozens of crime-fighting initiatives, where does that work stand? I'm Mike Marilla. There is no anonymity online. That's what one local school system is cautioning employees. I'm Grace Newton. Two current commanders and a former player sued over a deadly car crash about two years ago. America's declining life expectancy, the health crisis no one in Washington is talking about, will go live to the Washington Post for details at 9.15. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State finds former President Donald Trump is ineligible to be on the state's Republican primary ballot under the Insurrection Clause of the 14th Amendment. In her decision, Shanna Bellows acknowledges the Supreme Court would probably have the final word, but wrote it was important that she did her official duty. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Maine now joins Colorado as the only two states that have disqualified Donald Trump from appearing on the state's primary ballots. These efforts under the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause have already failed in Michigan and Minnesota and is pending in Oregon. Democrats in other states are lining up their own cases, possibly emboldened by these rulings in Colorado and Maine. The Trump campaign says it will appeal the decision in Maine state court. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is facing criticism for her answer to a question during a New Hampshire town hall. She did not say that slavery was the cause of the Civil War, CBS's Scott McFarlane reports. The former South Carolina governor was blasted by both parties. President Biden posted it was about slavery. And Haley drew similar criticisms from her GOP opponents, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Uh, this is not a candidate uh, that's ready for prime time. 
Israel has confirmed the death of an Israeli-American woman who had been listed as a hostage. CBS's Ian Lee in Tel Aviv with more on Judy Weinstein Hagan. The 70-year-old English teacher lived in near Oz, next to the Gaza border. She was last seen going for a walk with her husband, Gadi, the morning of the October 7th attack. The kibbutz now says she was one of the victims murdered by Hamas along with her husband. President Biden and the First Lady say they are devastated by the news. Meteorologist Zach Taylor at the National Weather Service says a wintry mix is shifting from the Great Lakes to the Ohio Valley. And a separate system is threatening to soak portions of California. That storm system will bring widespread rainfall, some of which could be heavy, particularly across portions of northern California. In addition to the heavy rainfall, we're looking at the potential there for dangerous surf conditions along the coastal areas as well. CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula has a look at the latest population estimates. There are now 8 billion people on our planet, an increase of 75 million over the past year. That's according to the U.S. Census Bureau, which says the worldwide growth rate was just under 1% this year. The U.S. added nearly 2 million people and now has a population of nearly 336 million. Experts say the 2020s could be the slowest growing decade in U.S. history. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903 on this Thursday, December 28th, 2023. 51 degrees now. We'll be in the mid-40s overnight. Good evening. I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight on WTOP, Prince George's County police are investigating a shooting involving an off-duty police officer at the Tanger Outlets Mall near National Harbor. They say the officer and his family were getting into their car when they were approached by several suspects. Police say they forced the officer and his family out of the car and then the officer fired his weapon. It's not known at this time if anyone was injured. Police say the suspects drove off in the officer's personal car. Keep it here as we bring you the latest on this developing situation. By the end of the year, D.C. will be looking at a nearly 40 percent increase in violent crime and homicides reaching the highest level in more than 20 years. These numbers have the city assessing which of their crime fighting initiatives are working and which are not. So far this year, the city has seen 271 homicides and a big spike in robbery since last year. The increase we've seen is, in my view, part of a long-term strain on the whole environment. D.C. City Administrator Kevin Donahue says he believes fewer officers in the city played a role in the spike. So did the impact of COVID-19 on the court system. That has implications because cases can get stale. He says the city is halfway through looking at dozens of programs and initiatives that are in place to address crime. I prefer programs that that we know have shown results over the past few years, and we look to be able to expand on what we know has worked. And which ones will stick around will be revealed in the upcoming budget from the mayor. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Montgomery County Public School leaders kicked off the holiday break with some new reminders for teachers and staff about their social media posts. Some educators in the county have been disciplined for posts that some parents and Jewish leaders viewed as anti-Semitic. Employees are reminded to watch what they post on social media and to make sure it aligns with the system's values. That's according to an email sent to staff members before winter break. 
Gila Franklin Siegel with the Jewish Community Relations Council of the Greater Washington Area says it's unfair to expect a student to sit in a teacher's classroom knowing what they said online. Their responsibility is to make sure that all children in their classroom feel safe with them, that their students can feel completely respected for who they are by their educators. But the Montgomery County Education Association says the system has violated the teacher's due process by publicly condemning their actions before completing an investigation. WTOP has reached out to MCPS for comment on the email sent to staff, but has yet to receive a response. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Former Washington Commander Safety DeShazer Everett and two current players are being sued over a deadly crash in Loudoun County. It happened two years ago in December at 2021. Uh, it ki- and Olivia Peters died. She was a woman Everett was dating. The $25 million lawsuit filed on behalf of Peters' mother claims Everett, Jamin Davis, and Benjamin St. Just knew they were speeding and driving recklessly when they were racing their cars along a remote county road. Everett ultimately drove his car off the road and into some trees killing Peters. He was released from the team after the crash and ultimately pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor, served three months home detention. No comment on the lawsuit from the commanders. 906, Virginia doctors are encouraging people to get their flu shot after the state's health department announced the first child flu death of the season. The State Department of Health says a child 5 to 12 years old in Virginia's eastern region died from complications associated with the flu. State Health Commissioner Dr. Karen Shelton told the public she's urging everyone who is eligible to receive the flu vaccine to not only protect themselves, but also those around them. The state says getting your flu shot, practicing preventative measures like good hygiene, and seeking care early on if you contract the flu are the best ways to make sure you or your child don't experience severe complications. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Despite today's mild temperatures, it is winter after all, but there are questions about whether we'll get any snow. We only receive on average around 13 inches of snow. ABC 7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says we haven't even been close. Last season, we didn't have anything at all. And the year before that, it was also very low. Some blame the so-called D.C. snow holes, saying even areas south of us get more snow than we do. Rudin says downtown there's lots of concrete buildings and traffic. We have the Tidal Basin, we have the Potomac River, we have the Anacostia. All that can come into play when we see snowfall amounts. But overall, he says we get our share. As for this year... But I do believe that moving into the month of February, our chances are going to increase in terms of seeing the potential for at least accumulating snow. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some of your favorite TV stations could be blacked out if Verizon Files doesn't reach a new carrier contract. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Joe Conway in the traffic center. Sarah, starting off in Maryland, 270 southbound out with a crash near Route 80 or Ben. I believe it's along the right side of the roadway. What we're hearing on the traffic scanners, we don't have cameras there. We're relying on what we're hearing so far. You had a brief delay southbound 270 heading through Frederick County in Urbana on your way toward 109. Sounds like you want to stay to the left to get by. On the Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, you're in good shape. Same goes for 95 and the Baltimore Washington Parkway. Eastbound of the Bay Bridge, a brief delay getting across the span with one lane each way on the westbound span. The eastbound span closed for overnight road work. Going into the district on DC 295 and I-295, no incidents currently reported. Same goes for 395 and 695 across the district. 
on the ride in Virginia. 395 northbound, the earlier stall on the 14th Street Bridge has been cleared. 95 is good between the Springfield Interchange and the uh, Fredericksburg area. Had the earlier crash on the Herndon Parkway eastbound near Eldon Street with the Christian investigation. They've cleared it. Lanes should be available once again. We are brought to you by Comcast Business, offering a small business bonus. Switch to business internet from the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We are dry here this evening, dry overnight, but rain back in the forecast. Just a few light showers for Friday afternoon and evening. Temperature-wise, mid-40s to lower 50s here this evening. By early Friday morning, upper 30s to mid-40s, so turning a little colder. And temperatures not quite as high expected for Friday afternoon as where we topped out today. Look for about 47 to 51 degrees as the rain moves out. Our upcoming weekend looking dry, mostly sunny to partly sunny with a high temperature around 50 degrees each day. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 degrees in Reston, 51 in Bethesda, 53 on the National Mall brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 9-10. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Verizon, Fios, and Sinclair Broadcasting have until December 31st to reach a new carrier contract. If not so, Fios may black out its stations, including Channel 7 in D.C. and Fox in Baltimore. The average rate on a 30-year fix continue to fall this week, now 6.6%. That's the lowest since May. Pending home sales were unchanged in November. Contracts signed were down 5.5% from a year ago. The Dow finished Thursday session up 54 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, America's life expectancy is going the wrong way and has been for a while. So why isn't anyone talking about it as a health crisis? Washington Post health reporter Dan Diamond will join us live. It's 9-11. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Coming up, some good news about Metro Rail Service just in time for the holiday weekend. 
We have more news in 60 seconds. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 9-15. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Thanks for being with us. Uh, The commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration issued a warning last winter that the life expectancy of Americans is going the wrong way. Robert Califf's dire warnings were based on data that life expectancy in the U.S. had fallen again, the largest two-year decline in 100 years. But Dan Diamond, Washington Post national reporter investigating health politics and policy, says this is a crisis no one in Washington is talking about. But we're talking about it here at WTOP as Dan joins us live. Dan, welcome. Sarah, thanks for having me. I'm glad you are talking about it. Yeah, we saw a lot of lives shortened significantly when COVID-19 first emerged. But this isn't just a new thing that popped up with COVID, is it? What are, what are the drivers of this decline? Sarah, I went back and watched congressional testimony from two decades ago where experts were warning that this was an emerging problem. So, yes, this predates COVID. COVID made things worse. But the drivers are things that we know. We know that opioid abuse uh suicides, gun violence, motor vehicle accidents, and mostly chronic disease have all contributed to premature death in America. And how is the U.S. life expectancy trend uh, comparing with other nations? Not well. There was a time when the United States was among the world leaders. We are now, depending on what metric you look at, maybe 40th, maybe 60th. We trail our peer countries. So I'm thinking of uh, the advanced economies like Germany and France and Canada, and also rivals like China. This is one reason why inside the administration, inside the White House, there is real fear that this life expectancy crisis in America will hinder us globally uh, in, in competition, in economic uh, competition specifically. But at the same time, it has been a very difficult political issue because it is so big, it is so sprawling. And the idea of targeting life expectancy as a goal, the incentives aren't really there for most politicians. Uh, Well, you've talked with a lot of experts and lawmakers. Are you seeing any kind of consensus on what it might take to inspire a turnaround? Honestly, no. Uh, I went to every senator on, on Capitol Hill, all 100, and asked first, do you think this is a problem? And second, if you think it's a problem, how would you fix it? I could not get consensus on the first answer. Only about half of the senators 
agreed that it was a public health problem. And of the senators who did say we should address life expectancy, there were Republicans who said this is a problem of fentanyl and illegal immigration and we need to secure the southern border. I talked to folks like Bernie Sanders who said we need to reconstruct our entire health system in America. So huge gaps between the lawmakers who even admit that this is a problem, how they would go about trying to fix it. Any indication that even uh, the White House might bring this up in the in the next year? I don't think this is going to come up before the election. I mean, maybe having it on the front page of the Washington Post will change something. But this is this is a tricky issue. If you were a politician who says, I want to fix life expectancy, I want to make it possible for Americans to live longer, there's a very good chance, Sarah, that you will not be able to see that transpire during your time in office. It is hard to make these changes. It can take years and years for them to pay off. So President Biden coming out next year and saying, this is a goal for me, it it might not benefit him for the election. I did speak to some senior officials who said maybe after the election, this could be like a legacy if President Biden is reelected. All right. Dan Diamond, Washington Post national reporter investigating health politics and policy. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Maine is removing former President Donald Trump from the 2024 primary ballot, second state in the country to block Trump, and an off-duty police officer involved in an attempted carjacking and a shooting at Tanger Outlet Mall near National Harbor. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 918, traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Joe Conway in the traffic center. Sarah Sterling up roadwork in Virginia. It sounds like on 95 southbound in Fairfax County as you make your way between Newington and Woodbridge. They are telling us they're going to take away the right side of the roadway for this work zone. They're just south of the Fairfax County Parkway. Stay to the left to get by with the roadwork getting set up. On the Beltway in Virginia, no reported problems. 66 good both inside and outside the Beltway. Nothing complicated on the green area of the toll road between Leesburg and Tyson's. On the Maryland side of things, 270 southbound crash near 80 Urbana. It should be along the right from what we understood based on the scanner chatter. Brief delay getting you by staying to the far left. The Beltway good through Montgomery Prince George's counties, 295 in the Baltimore Washington Parkway good. Road work at the Bay Bridges shut things down on the eastbound span. The eastbound span carries two-way traffic, one lane each way. In the district, no reports of any problems on the highways. A crash in the Edgewood neighborhood is at the intersection of 4th and Franklin Northeast. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Joe. And now to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Yes, we are tracking some mostly cloudy skies and a chance for some rain tomorrow, but it's not going to come until very late in the day. After the morning rush, after lunchtime tomorrow, starting at about 2 p.m. and winding up at around 10 p.m., we could get a few scattered light showers around the area. It's not going to amount to very much. Not everyone will see the rain, only around a tenth of an inch. That's just enough to have your wipers on briefly and then keep on moving. So you may barely even notice it. And temperatures Tomorrow will be a little cooler than today. We topped out around 58, 59 today. Tomorrow headed up to about 50 degrees after starting out in the upper 30s to mid 40s. So kind of gray for tomorrow. A few showers around the area, but that's going to be it for the rest of the year because for the upcoming weekend, last for 2023, this weekend, partly sunny skies on Saturday, just shy of 50 degrees, and then around 50 on Sunday with mostly sunny conditions. And you know what that means wherever you're headed out to, if you are going to hit the 
road to bring in the new year. It is going to be dry right now, 39, 40 degrees at the stroke of midnight. That's the way it's looking for uh, the next couple of days. Currently, throughout the area, we've got Derwood in Maryland at 48, Wheaton 50 degrees, and Virginia Alexandria now at 54, 52 in Franconia. And 51 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you what you need to know to avoid being taken by a new gift card scam. 921. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, save up to 25% on all in-stock 23 Grand Cherokee 4xEs. See dealer for details. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We have every reason to rejoice as good news of great joy is proclaimed at Christmas. For unto us a Savior is born who is Christ and Lord. In a world experiencing so much unrest, a Savior is born who announces peace, brings glad tidings, comforts his people and unites us as God's holy family. He knows us and loves us and is the source of our courage, strength, and consolation, especially amid our burdens and trials. And for all these gifts, the Lord asks so little in return. He simply wants us to be faithful, to trust him, to be reconciled with him and one another, and to continue our acts of goodness and charity so prevalent at this time of year. May the peace of our Lord and Savior be yours at Christmas and always. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. This is WTOP News. 923, just in time for the holiday weekend, Metro says. Construction on the red line through downtown D.C. will be wrapped up early. Critical repairs and upgrades on the red line started December 18th and wrapped up one day earlier than expected. The agency says normal service will start this Saturday morning at 7. Two California men are charged here in the D.C. region with a gift card scam. Fairfax County police say this pair was busted last week at a Target where they're accused of altering gift cards and police are linking them to a scam in other states. WTOP Sandra Jones tells us there are ways you can protect yourself against this latest scheme. Scammers are at it again. Police say they're stealing gift cards from stores, copying the number and security code. Then they reseal them and put them back on the shelves. So when you load money onto the gift card, the scammer drains it. Unfortunately, buying gift cards is perilous these days. Edgar Dorsky is the founder and editor of Consumer World. I mean, it seems to me that retailers should be keeping these cards behind the counter, just the way they keep cigarettes and valuable things. Police say always check the gift card for tampering or resealing. Many gift cards have an activation sticker or label on the back. Make sure it has not been peeled off or replaced. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. A man was shot to death in Bowie today. Prince George's County police say officers responded to the report of a shooting 
at St. Michael's Drive near Jester Court right after 3 this afternoon.